Well, it's been another wild and weird week on planet Earth, so welcome to the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. It's Tina Constant here, and you know you gotta go to the show notes to pick up the waffle, or drop around to www.tinaconstant.com. In the meantime, we're jumping right into today's story, which is called The Problem with Oscar. Because for as long as he could remember, Oscar found it impossible to choose. Almost all of his childhood memories were filled with the frustration of not being able to choose two things. Whether it was two puddings or two pets or two paths, he simply couldn't decide. And it wasn't because he couldn't be bothered. He honestly, in his heart, just couldn't do it. Now, friends he found easier because, well, he could have more than one of those. But when he got to his teenage years and he got interested in girls, well, that became a different problem on a different level, which meant he ended up spending a lot of time on his own. As you can imagine, the older he got, the more complicated his choices and the bigger the consequences became. When it came time for him to choose a trade, Oscar had no idea where to begin. Because when he started one job, he got distracted and took up another. And as a result, no one in the village would hire him because they knew with certainty that he'd be unreliable. And trust, Oscar realized with a broken heart, was a huge thing to lose. But even though he knew the damage his actions or his inactions were taking, he still couldn't make these choices. So when the village flooded one spring, he couldn't choose what to say first, and so his family lost just about everything. Or when he left the gates open to the sheep pen because he couldn't choose which one to close first, every sheep ran into the hills. But because Oscar couldn't choose which direction he should run in and which one he should catch first, they were all lost to the nights and to the wolves who roamed the valleys around the village. Now the morning after the sheep were lost, Oscar came down for breakfast. But instead of finding his breakfast, he found his bags packed at the door. I'm giving you no choice at all, his father bellowed. So you are going to find this easy. You're going. You're leaving this house. You're leaving this village. And you're not coming back. The decision has been made. No choice required. Oscar didn't know who to say goodbye to first. So he left the village without saying goodbye to anyone. As Oscar left the town that he was born and raised in, he knew people thought he was lazy and unreliable and disorganized and certainly a fool. And sitting on the rock at the crossroads at the edge of the village, he accepted that they were probably right. Because he looked north, he looked south, he looked east and he looked west and he almost cried. He couldn't go south because the village was that way. So at least there he had no choice. But there was north and there was west and there was east. And then he thought for a bit 
No, no, he could also go south. All he had to do was a detour around the village, but then did he take an east detour or a west detour? You see, what people didn't understand was that when Oscar tried to make a choice, he wasn't just thinking about the choice. He was thinking of the possible consequences of each choice. And that's what took the time. That's what froze him up. If he traveled north, how would he handle the mountains and what would be beyond them? East lay the sea and all of those complications. West lay the rivers and the waterfalls. South, well, that was the village. But beyond that were the peat bogs and the marshes that claimed more lives than anything in the natural world. Oscar sat at the crossroads for three days and four nights, running through all the possible consequences of every possible choice, including dying of starvation and exposure if he didn't move from that rock. You know your trouble, lad, an old man who passed Oscar by said. You want to know the future? before you choose how to live in the present. Oscar almost hugged the old man. At last, somebody who understood. The old man smiled. I am going to help you, he said. Go north. Go through the six rivers, over the mountain, across the ice plains. Travel north until it is only night. There you will find a mystic who will tell you your future. With that knowledge, you will be able to choose how to live your life in the present. But, the old man raised a bony finger, there is a price to pay. Every day, the old man said, you must aid at least one other soul on their path. If you do not, the mystic will close her doors on you. Oscar nodded. He thought, and then he paused. But he said, what if I don't see anyone for days? Then, the old man said, you must seek them out or leave a trail so others can follow you. But be warned, the old man gripped Oscar by the shoulders. The mystic will know if you miss so much as a single day. Well, with such clear instructions, Oscar stood up. He dusted himself off. He shook the man by the hand. Right, he said. I will start with you. What do you need? How can I aid you on your journey? The old man laughed at Oscar's enthusiasm. You have already helped me now. Be on your way. And so Oscar finally left the village to find the mystic who would tell him his future, who would help him know how to live his life in the present. Following the old man's instructions to the letter, Oscar travelled. Most of the time he travelled north, but when he found a soul he could help on their way, he sometimes travelled east and sometimes west. Sometimes he even went south, but always he turned north again. Now the people he found to aid on their way were plentiful and varied. 
like the town he came to who had lost all their homes to a fire. Oscar stayed and built until they were all done. Now, his focus was on building the best and strongest homes he could, ones that could withstand any fire. As a result, he didn't have to choose what materials to use. The choice was obvious. The town thanked him with food and supplies and sent him off on his way. Then he met a lion who had lost her cubs down a ravine. Now, the old man said, save any soul, not necessarily any person. So he climbed down the ravine to save the cubs, earning him little more than scratches and bites and plenty of them. But the deed was done and Oscar continued on his way. He built bridges when he came to rivers, and only after he built them did he realize that people on each side of the river were crossing and meeting each other for the first time. When he got lost in a forest, he marked the trees so others could find their way. Sometimes he traveled alone. Sometimes he traveled with company. Now when he traveled with company, he laughed and he loved and he cooked and he fed and he protected. When he traveled alone, well, he smiled at the memories and he kept on moving. His journey lasted for years and then for decades. The further north he traveled, the longer the nights became and the slower Oscar had to move. But he still didn't stop. In the long, dark nights, he took to leaving small fires along the way to light the path or writing notes and leaving them under stones, telling those behind him where to find the best shelter. Oscar didn't stop until early one morning he saw a cave. Inside the cave, he saw the flickering light of warm fire. Now, it had been raining for a few days and Oscar was wet and cold, so he made his way to the cave and he stepped inside. And inside the cave... He saw an old woman stirring a solid pot filled with hot, thick stew. Oscar! She smiled and pulled out another bowl. I have been expecting you! Oscar threw his hands in the air. <laughs> You're the mystic! You're the one I've been looking for! I can't believe it. It's only taken me my whole life and I finally found you. The old woman pulled up a chair and invited Oscar to sit. You did find me. More important, you did all that was required. So tell me, Oscar, what do you need from me? Oscar hesitated. <laughs> then he frowned. Then he stared at the old woman and then he laughed out loud. I came here so that you could tell me my future so that I would know what choices to make to live my life in the present. Oscar scratched his head and leaned back and chuckled. But it seems I've lived my life already. The old woman filled her spoon with hot stew and ate. Then she pushed two small bowls towards Oscar. Salt or pepper? Oscar smiled. He dug into his stew. He closed his eyes and took time to carefully taste the flavor, enjoy the texture, and be comforted by the warmth of the moment. Neither, 
he said. It's perfect just as it is. And that's it from the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast this week. Go and have a splendid day. Do something random and beautiful for somebody who needs it. And I'm going to see you next week for another slightly odd and weird story (laughs) from the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. So as always, drop by www.tinaconstant.com for all of the waffle and all of the stories. And I will see you next week. Have a wonderful time. Bye-bye.